to the Rockman Show. It's time for Rockman to give his opinions, his views, and his thoughts on life and rock. So grab a beer, buckle in, and get ready to rock. You know what, it's weird. I'm in LA, just kind of hanging out. Met up with my friend Kyle, he'll be in in a second. But, you know, I was in a brewery. I think it's called the LA Brewing Company. Hold on, Kyle, I'm gonna let you in early. What's it called? LA Brewing Co, I think. Yeah. Okay, well, I got it right. Thank you for validating me. <laughs> but, so anyway, I we're drinking a few beers. I mean, early in, early, early, early in. But I've been driving, I drove from Bakersfield to LA, and I drink, I was like, I was fucking tired. I drank too much beer yesterday. Ah, uh, we hear you, Ragman, every day you do that. I was like, I know I do do that, but no, seriously, I was like tired. I was like, I need a Red Bull, and Red Bull makes me want to pee. I mean, and I'm drinking water, and I drink a shitload of tea at lunch and all that. So anyway, I meet up with Kyle. We get on a train. The brewery that Kyle picked was fucking closed. My bad. It's, it's your fucking My bad. It's my fault. Kyle. It is your fault. Because the Uber, you know Ubers. And why Why won't Ubers, like, they're not flexible at all. It's like, no, it's my route. The Uber cost you less because that one was closer to where you were. So. Yeah, true, true. Okay, so anyway, long story short, we got on a train. Kyle's, he knows where we're going next. And we go to L.A. Brewing Company and uh, some pee. Or I want to pee, but every restroom, there's three. And they were immaculate. I mean, the restrooms there were really, really nice. But all three are packed. And so I'm waiting. And I picked door number two out of three restrooms. I mean, I felt like it was on this show, fucking uh, Money uh, Money Hall. Three doors, and you pick the you pick which yeah. one it is. Yeah. What was just what was that name of that show? Do you remember? Too young for that. <laughs> you are. You are. The brewery is called Los Angeles Ale Works, by the way. It's not LA Brewing Co. Okay, Los that's, Angeles Ale Works. I like that better. Yeah, the other one's kind of boring. I'd agree with that. But, dude, I gotta say, 
the beer list, they had like fucking 30 beers. <laughs> it's fucking insane. Yeah, it's crazy. I was ordering a flight and I was just like randomly picking beers off of the menu because I didn't know what to get because there's too many. But they have cool names for beers too. Like they had Cosmic Kitten or something like that. I was like, I was telling the girl, I was like, she goes, Ragman, I want to have sex with you on the bar right now. I was like, I, I'm, I'm good with that. But I was there. True story. <laughs> I wish. I wish. In my mind, that's what happened. But no, seriously, uh, no, Cool Brewery uh, had a couple beers that were really solid. Uh, if you follow me on a tap, you'll see it. Uh, but I think, Kyle, you like the beer, right? What was it? Spatacopita or something? Rapidillus? Scrapidillus or something like that? Yeah, it was really good. Yes. So they had two versions. One was like a lesser version. One had one more percent ABV that actually tasted better. It was a little bit sweeter. And I got pineapple. You know what? The more I drank it and you had it in your flight, more pineapple than peach. Now no. that you mention it, yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think it, like a sharper taste, you're saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So anyway, back to the restroom. What the fuck? It's not the price is right. It's fuck. I'll, I'll come up with it. But anyway, so I'm sitting, Money Hall. Money, so Kyle's on this shit. So anyway, I'm looking at it and I'm like, which, which door do I stand in front of? And uh, money hall, yeah, money hall. But what, what, what was the game show he hosted? It's called the Money Hall Problem. Yeah. No, no, there's let, something. Hang on, no. The Money Hall Problem is ref- basically referring to the game theory behind playing the sh- on the show. Let's make a deal. That's it. Yeah. That's it. Let's make a deal. So, so I'm at door number two, and this hot chick walks out. I'm like, hey, bonus. Because I saw her by that taco truck where you got tacos. And Kyle was like all about those tacos. Dang. Really, really good. Like surprisingly good. And uh, so she comes out and she looks a little weird. She's like, like shocked that I'm waiting out there. It's like, do I look like a creep? I'm wearing a, sh- I'm wearing a long cloak. Because there's three restaurants. Because there's three bathrooms. Really? Is it the beard or is it maybe the baldness? Because there's three doors, so it's like, are all of them occupied, I guess, is what she's thinking. Yeah. And why are you outside my door? Did she want me to go in there and make love to her? Probably probably not. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for your honesty, dude. You could have embellished as like, no, she wanted you to rail her heart over the sink. I figured I figured I helped you out on the on the first one about the bartender, so I <laughs> nag you on the other one. <laughs> okay, I got you, got you. It happens. So anyway, I'm like, wow, she had seriously, she had a weird look on her face, like she was like embarrassed. I'm like, you're peeing. I mean, we all gotta pee, right? Everybody pees. And then I get in there, and the seat's down. Of course, she's peeing as a woman, and there are shit scars all over the bowl I'm like she fucking dropped a major deuce and she's like what oh my god (laughs) Kyle can't even talk right now everyone's worst nightmare is someone a stranger going into the room that you just took a shit in it's so true (laughs) it was scarred dude I was like wow so you know I wonder I was like had that been there so I peed 
and then I flushed, and it was like it went away. Yeah, it was fresh. No, it was fresh because if it was in there, like multiple flushes would have taken it out. I feel like. Yeah, the scoring would have been. <laughs> it would have been removed. So she was, but I. I don't know. Question for you yeah. is. When you see that, you see a pretty girl. Do you? I usually hold, hold hold my breath when I go in. My nose, at least. I'll breathe through my mouth. But for the whole time that you're there, through my nose, yeah. Oh yeah. I won't smell. Yeah, through your mouth. But still, I mean, I feel like you still pick it up. (laughs) If it's foul, yes. Foul, yeah, exactly, exactly. So I held my breath, but then I'm like, well, she's really hot. And I don't want to be that weird, sick guy. It's like, what's her shit smell like? Bro. And I wasn't even thinking about that. Honestly, I wasn't. I'm just like, <laughs> was it her that shit is yeah, scrubbed up yeah. the toilet? You know the phrase where you say, like, oh, you think your shit don't stink? You know, like, everybody yeah, yeah. should stink. Like, <laughs> But I smelled nothing. I mean, that's the purpose of the toilet, right? That's what the water is in there. And so the smell doesn't get out. Do it's the only if it's poking out that you're going to be smelling it, you know? But do you do, like, the courtesy flush? Like, when you know it's... But no, it's automatic toilet, no. so she couldn't do it. Yeah, no, I don't courtesy flush. <laughs> if it stinks, everyone's stinking. It's everyone's like, enjoy my essence. Well, I don't know if I'm enjoying it, but, like, <laughs> yeah. Other people are going to share in my misery. (laughs) Kyle, let's play some music. Kyle's a metalhead. And I met this motherfucker in Japan. Niigata. If I said that right. Did I say that right? Niigata? Niigata. I was mentioned on a previous episode of the Ragman show, actually. Uh, Go back to episode 28, 28, 29, maybe? Yeah, one of those. So... Um, no, I met Kyle and his wonderful wife, Sanda, uh, in the, the Gata. Uh, we met at a brewery, and I mentioned this on the show. And then Kyle's like, dude, let's get some food. And he uses Japanese skills, language-wise. And we had a fucking amazing meal and parted ways, but we became friends. And here we are. I'm in LA with my friend Kyle. Kyle, you fucking rock. Cheers to you. Cheers. So Kyle, let's play some music. Your top song right now. I found out, we're gonna find out more about Kyle because he's a metalhead, but Kyle, let's play some music. Yeah, the next one is um, Son of Nihility by Job for a Cowboy. You're gonna have to look that one up after. I know them. Oh, you know Job for a Cowboy? Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah. Let's do it.
Sun Eater is probably like one of my favorite metal albums like ever really good so how long have you been like a metal guy was it like so, upbringing like, 13 no fucking way yeah forever forever holy shit yeah so was it through you found it through Teen Inks or was it like upbringing with your dad your mom whatever one of, one of my lifetime one of my like lifelong friends that I've been friends with since like probably third or fourth grade Introduced me to Lamb of God. He said, hey, listen to Lamb of God. Yeah. And I listened to them. I'm like, oh, this shit is, like, really sick, actually. So then that's, like, what started me down the metal path, essentially. So we were, like, sharing a couple of racks of, like, metal. So I've got, you know, a whole list of, like, metal albums to listen to. But that's, like, one I would, like, definitely recommend to anyone. Because it's, like, more on the cut than, like, Lamb of God is. Or, like, you know, like, what were we talking about earlier? Iron Maiden or something like that. It's more, more on the cut. But definitely, like, very, very good if you're into, like, technical shit. So good. Well, you were talking about technical death earlier. Tech death, yeah. <laughs> Tech death, yeah. yeah. But, I mean, it's interesting to me, like, so with for me, for Lamb of God, let's just talk about them for a second. So good. I don't like their studio stuff, but if I see them live, I'm fucking in. Of course. Yeah. Are you the same or no? No, I love their studio shit. Really? Yeah. So, probably, do my, you, probably my favorite metal band. Yeah, that, I mean, for me, there's a, a disconnect between the, the live performance and the album recording, you're saying? Because live, they kick my ass, but yeah, if I listen to them in studio or like on the radio, I'm yeah. like, ah, I'm bored. I don't get it. Yeah, I mean, Metallica, or sorry, Metallica, um, Lamb of God is much more of kind of like the old school, like thrash type of. Metal. I don't know if I'd call like Lamb of God thrash, but they're very like they can get thrashy. They can get very thrashy, and, and they're definitely fun. much more like old school, like very just like kind of hard chugging, yeah. like you know nothing nothing crazy or anything. Like you know, a lot of the metal I listen to, they're just shredding for five minutes, right? Like they're just ripping. But, like Metallica, or I don't know, how I keep saying Metallica, but like Lamb of God is very in the Metallica vein, where it's all about the groove of the riff, right? You know, like I've written a heavy riff, I'm gonna groove on that and really like you know headbang to it for a little whereas like you know a lot of the other metal you listen to now is like these guys are shredding yeah type thing right so i really get into the groove that like lamb of god has and plus like one thing I, so like some of the stuff i really appreciated was like Rand, randy blythe the vocalist yeah has a really he's doing the metal vocals of like you know like really screaming and growling but it's also very intelligible, so you can actually tell what the lyrics are that he's saying. And, like, a lot of the lyrics actually do have, like, a legitimate message. Like, they're about something. Whereas a lot of other metal I listen to, I don't even know what the fucking guy's saying, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. You know? So it's, it's like, a combination of, like, you know, what is, what is the song about and the, the groove of the riffs that they're, that they're throwing in the song that really, like, it appeals to me a lot. So.
So I have a question for you. So, uh, Genghis, my co-host, when he's on, it's Ragman Show. The Ragman Show. No, I'm kidding. You're listening <laughs> to right now. No, yeah, you're listening to right now. So, no, Genghis and I would, like, talk about Lamb of God, and they were like... We weren't sold on Randy unless we saw him live yeah. uh, in studio. We're like, fuck, dude, the music's so fucking good. If they had a better vocalist, would this take off more for us I don't know. as Randy's fans? really good as a vocalist. No, live, live yeah. he's a fucking amazing. But the studio, there's something missing for me. I'm you not sure so? if it's a vocal production. I'm not sure what it is, but... I don't know, uh, and we used to blame it on Randy. Like, mm. oh, dude, if they had the great vocalist, Lamb of God would be fucking huge. Yeah, but there's a lot of metal bands that suffer from. Even Job for a Cowboy kind of suffered from this a little bit. That a lot of their fans were like, "Oh, their new vocalist kind of sucks." A lot. Another band I like, as Blood Runs Black, has basically like one of the best. Like, I don't know them, so let's play a song. Yeah. Have a song? Um. Let's see. I'm trying to think of what's the best one. Hester Hester Prynne off Allegiance. There, it's a 2006 album. It's kind of old okay. now. Hester Prynne off Allegiance by Blood Runs Black. Original. What makes the band is essentially the drummer. He's like their main guy. He's really fucking good. But their vocalist was really good on this first album, and it's like literally a goaded deathcore album. Oh wow! Okay. But they got a new vocalist, and he's definitely not as good. And you notice, like, it definitely subtracts from the quality of the music yeah. that the vocalist isn't as good. So, I don't know if I feel that way about Lamb of God, but like, I can understand like if you don't like the way the vocalist is doing his shit, like, yeah, like. Well, question for you. I a new question and. Now that you say what you said, it's it intrigues me is that you know, for you being a younger guy, back in the day it was like vocalist, guitar player, if if you had a really great bass player, that was huge. Drummer's usually the guy that gets shit on. I mean no, the drummer's the guy making the shit for metal, I feel like. Really? A drummer is what makes a lot of metal music. Really? That's no, I, interesting. I legitimately think that, yeah. And back in the day, for us, it was, I mean, if you think about, like, more melodic stuff. Yeah, the Lars fucking sucks at drums. Well, I mean, even, like, uh, uh, do you know Mr. Big? No. So you have Paul Gilbert, amazing yeah. guitar player. Eric Martin, amazing singer. You had Billy Sheehan, one of the best bass players ever. You had Pat, Pat Torpy, great guy, great drummer, journeyman drummer, but he's not the guy that's, he's not Neil Perk. He's not Mike Portnoy. 
He's or he'd be like John that. Paul Jones. Right. Yeah, from uh, Zeppelin, right? John Paul Jones. Yeah. For, that's bass, though. Yeah. Or John Paul Jones is a bassist? Yeah. yeah. Who's the drummer for Zeppelin? Uh, the drummer was John Bonham. Oh, John Bonham. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. John Schmann. Portnoy for Rush is definitely like the quintessential. So Portnoy was with Dream Theater, and then Neil Peart was with Rush. Yeah, who's the drummer for Rush that I'm thinking of? Neil Peart. Yeah. Yeah, Neil Peart. Fucking amazing. So Fucking sorry. amazing. Rest One of the best ever rest to live. Peace, by the way. Yes, rest in peace. Could you check me on this? Am I losing my mind? I, 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 just, I, I don't understand what this has to do with anything. The right to rock. So yeah, um, it's, it's, it's weird. It's weird that certain bands have certain musicians in that band that are so talented that they can't be replaced, but there's other people that are like, can be replaced. Usually in most bands, it's like drummer, bass player, I don't care. But the vocalists and the guitarists are usually the most important ones, right? Yeah, totally. Yeah. But with some bands, it's like, no, that's not the case. I mean, like, if you look at Imagine Rush without uh, Getty Lee. We sings too. That's what I'm saying, you're right? Fucked. Yeah, you're fucked. Well, and I guess, yeah. Getty's a good enough. Imagine Rush without Neil Peart. True, you can't. And they're talking about doing stuff, him and Alex now, of them doing something where they won't, may not call it Rush. They don't know what they're going to do. They choose to fill, though, if you're playing with those guys, you know, like... So you're a younger guy. Do you have? Do you love Rush or no? I don't know if I love Rush. I fuck with him, but like, yeah, I respect I respect Rush, but I don't know if I like love Rush. Do you have a song that like would blows your mind from them or no? I mean, Y Y Z is like the quintessential one, right? Like that everyone's heard and they're like, holy shit! Like these guys rip. Let's do it. Y Y Z Rush Rock and Roll.
I should have said A, because they're Canada. But, I mean, I think it's interesting to see your perspective on music and that... I know Genghis and I always focused on vocalist, guitar player, but for Genghis, being a guitar player himself, as well as me, I'm failed, but... Um, he was always like, dude, the guitar player sucks. Or if they replace him, they don't get a good guy. Fuck it, I'm done. Dude, so that's where I'll make the caveat, right? Like, I'm a bass player. Yeah. And, like, what I listen to in music is the bass and the drums. I'm listening, essentially, to the groove the of the end. music. That's why I like Lamb of God so much. Is the back end is what's laying it down. Really? Not Undoubtedly, the vocalists and the guitarists are shredding. Yeah. Right? But, like, what I'm listening to is, like, I'm essentially listening to the fundamental or like the foundation of the music which is the bass and the drums like that's uh -huh. what I'm listening to more than anything so that's why like when I listen to like As Blood Runs Black I'm listening to the drummer because as a bassist you have to listen to the drummer I'm listening sure. to this guy I'm like holy shit this guy's going insane you know right so I'm listening to a totally yeah. different part of the music than like someone else would where they're going to listen to the vocalist and the guitarist which is yeah. the most obvious part of the music to listen to so that's fucking awesome I mean I didn't know you played bass Carl <laughs> yeah I play bass uh, check out my band they're not metal none of you guys are gonna like it uh, they're called Faraday's <laughs> it's like indie pop <laughs> do you still play or is still it play. just like still thing? yeah I still play I'm a, we gotta play a song then yeah, I'll, I'll you gotta see Ragman a song yeah. let's play it Kyle right now you're on the spotlight it's yeah. your song your favorite band that's you yeah <laughs> our, our favorite song from my band it's called Sunbeam
It's Loki a banger. It's Loki a banger. I like it a lot. So. You know, the thing about the Ragman show, the, which, you know, the Genghis Ragman show is a bit different because Ragman does... I hate talking about myself in third person. Sounds so fucking weird. But, I mean, the, what I've done with the Ragman show is more of a little bit of everything. Whatever kind of music that, you know, sparks my interest or whoever I'm talking to, I'd like to know what other people listen to. I mean, I love hard rock. I'm rooted in that, right? And the metal and stuff like that. But I like alternative. I like a little bit of jazz. I like some blues. I hate country. That's the one country I can't. I can't dig country. But but I dig the vibe of even if it's a little bit more popular. I'm down. So it's all it's all about you know just like the enjoyability of the music and like even if you listen to like hard rock like I'm you know I'm real big into metal but like I can enjoy a pop song. It's literally engineered to sound good. Yeah. So like, <laughs> you know, why wouldn't you not like it? And there are a lot of guys that were like, they'll like post on like that Britney Spears song or Katy Perry or Molly Cyrus or whoever. It's fucking awesome. You know, I'm like, what? And you listen to like, oh, it's kind of ear candy. So when I was growing up, I've told this story on the show before. Simple Minds was my guilty pleasure, and I was fucking embarrassed. I, it was, uh, don't you forget about me, right? Yeah, yeah. My band covered that at our last show. Yeah, really? Yeah, was, yeah. No, dude. It was like hiding the single from my friends, like Playboys from my parents and Hustlers. I was so embarrassed that I liked this music. It's funny because you had to buy that shit too, right? Like you yeah. had to like actually buy the record and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So I'd buy that, and then I could not tell my friends. And I remember one day, it was so funny, I confessed to my mom, Mom, I like this music, I'm so embarrassed. And she's like, it's good, why are you... It's good, yeah. It's good, it's catchy, it's nice to listen to, that's the whole point. I feel so dirty, Mom, I do. (laughs) She's like, son, it's fine, don't worry about it. Yeah, the the purists are hard, I've gone through that phase too, where I was like, oh, I shouldn't like this. Then I've just come to accept it, you know? So, you know, you're 27. Yeah. So, did you, you said 12, 13, you discovered metal. Before that, what was it? The Wiggles? <laughs> yeah, Loki. No, I was listening to a lot of, uh, let's see, when I was probably 12 or 13, it was probably 2006, 2007. I was probably listening to a lot of, um, like, the like the emo wave that was oh, going okay. on. Fall Out Boy, The Used, uh, My Chemical Romance, you know, all those sorts of bands. I was real big into that for a minute. And then basically I had this split where I... I kept listening to that, but then I, I got into metal and I got into um, like EDM a little bit. Like that was when dubstep yeah. was kind of taking off, so I was like, got into that too. Like kind of more aggressive sounds, but like the the emo pop punk kind of like led me into it. There's a little bit, there's surprisingly a little bit of chugging and screaming in, in pop punk. If oh, you yeah. listen to it, yeah. I know, I know. I mean, do you like bands like A Day to Remember or Beartooth? A Day to Remember, I kind of fuck with, yeah. The other one I don't know. But. You don't know Beartooth? No. Oh, dude. Fuck, we're gonna play a song for you right now. Do you fit in your skin? Do you wanna start over again? Do you get what you give? Do you wanna start over again?
Bertus. I'm gonna see him in February, motherfuckers. But no, I mean, the day to remember, I got into them. I kind of like bought a few records and then I kind of fell out of it. And then I met some people in their 30s. And my, one of my closest friends, he's like, it's my favorite fucking band, dude. And then he got me into like Neck Deep. I don't know if you know Neck, Neck Deep. Neck Deep, I know. Yeah. Dude. Moving on the harder side, huh? Right? Uh, they're pop punk, but they're really more punky. Yeah. Right, that's why, yeah, that's kind they of what get I'm an edge. Yeah. And I've seen them, whenever they come, I go see them. I'm going to go see them in Dallas next see month. Like New Zealand or something, yes. didn't you? Yeah. yeah. So I saw them in Houston twice, I saw them in New Zealand, and I'll see them in Dallas in a month. That's epic. I fucking love Ned Deep. They're fucking fun. The music's great. Just good fucking music. Yeah. I mean, again, we put genres and, you know, all this, like... Yeah, you put aside your, like, preconceived notions of, like, what group of music should listen to it or should fit into and you just actually listen to the music. Right. Yeah. So as far as old school shit, we talked a little bit about Iron Maiden. We talked about Rush tonight. But is there, like, an old school band that you're, like, you discovered... You know, the last, say, five, six years, they're like, holy shit. I mean, we've talked about Zeppelin. We've talked about Zeppelin a lot was, tonight. Zeppelin yeah. was that band, actually, for me. Yeah, Zeppelin was the one that, like, I mean, I've always known about Zeppelin, but that was, like, probably the one that within the past five or six years, I actually, like, legitimately listened to and was like, oh, like, these guys are really good. You know, like, yeah. So did that come from mom and dad or just nope. you discovered Personal them? music taste, yeah. I don't think my dad has ever listened to Zeppelin. No fucking way. No. Well, I mean, he probably has, but like, he's not like a Zeppelin listener. Yeah. You know? He's much more into like Durant, into like Duran Duran and stuff like that. You know? oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> Those guys are good, like legit. Like Duran Duran is like Zeppelin. they're super yeah. good. But you know, like yeah, Zeppelin was definitely not like his his beat like back in the day. So, if there's a Zeppelin song, your favorite Zeppelin Black song, dog, if you can right? pick one. Black what? Black, Black dog? dog? Yeah. That's right. what it's called, right? Yeah. <laughs> that one, right? That's Black Dog? Let's do it. Right now. This is my show, and you're listening, you know. So I played Ramble On, which came on in like a bar. And I'm like, fuck. Or the Rain song. Do you know the Rain song? Do you know Rain? How does that one go? Oh. Don't get me started. I know it, but I don't want to sing it. I'll be embarrassed. I don't know how many I can name by name. Is uh, Immigrant Song Led Zeppelin too? Mm-hmm. All right, we're going to play Rain. That's immigrants. Almost right? killed it. Do it one more time. Ah, 
<laughs> That's Immigrant Song. Yes, right? that one's Oh, it's a great song. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. Or uh, Cashmere, too, right? Yeah. Is that Zeppelin, too? It's a great song. Yes. I mean, we played it. You heard it. So it, yeah. we all heard it. I mean, everybody in this little like <laughs> pub we're at is like, you no, know, John's back there mixing shit. That's why he's not like chiming in. He's fucking busy tonight. And he's like flirting with some chick back there. So. Picking the songs. So hold on, Kyle. Uh, just real quick question. So I'm with my producer, uh, John. And he is wearing work boots, a jock, and a tank top, which we call a white beater. Sure. But he's getting tail in L.A. Is that a thing in California or no? Wearing, uh, wearing a white beater and still, like, fucking, you're saying? Like, getting tail? He's wearing a jock strap. No pants. Is he gay? He saw him. No, he's, well, we don't know. We don't I was going to say, if, if he's gay, it makes sense. If he's straight, I don't know if that makes sense. <laughs> He's amphibious. Like, uh, we we like, don't know. Yeah, no, like knowing knowing the gay scene, like I feel like that makes sense in that one, but I don't know if like the, in the regular, maybe on the east side they were doing some different shit. But like, <laughs> he's 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 different shit all the sure. all the time. So Dude, he's on wife beater and a Josh child with yeah. some work boots. It work. <laughs> he could. He low-key might person. be gay. Yeah, he low-key might be gay. But like, he yeah. says he likes chicks, but. Um, yeah, I mean, for, as far as far as the straight, I'm not really sure, but that's like that definitely fits with like the LA gay scene, so that like makes sense. <laughs> yeah. John will hear this; he'll edit later, but this may be gone. He'll make but, a judgment. <laughs> yeah. 
Nothing, but, nothing wrong with that. I'm not judging or anything. I'm just saying, like, it depends on, like, the type of people you're trying to pick up, you know? Yeah. So. He'll pick up anything that moves or, with a heartbeat. <laughs> yeah, I know a couple of Dog, cat. Yeah, dog, cat. Guy, girl. At the end of the night, you know? <laughs> when the lights the, come on, <laughs> it's crunch time. <laughs> oh, my God. This is fun. So... All right, Cal, we're going to wrap up, but um, what song right now or what band's kicking your ass? Just like, fucking love this. I want to hear it every day. It's killing me. Oh, man. This is a vir this is virgin music. Um, check out this band called Chinese Football. They make like Midwest emo. Uh, they're this band from Wuhan, China. Wow. The, the name you would have heard as like the origin of the COVID pandemic. Um, really interesting. They make a, essentially a, a music style that originated in America. It's like a style of emo um, with a lot of kind of like twinkly like Telecaster guitars, um, but with a little bit of like a technical twinge on it. Um, but their album that came out last year is like a really good blend of like the more like emo sounds that you're used to plus like um, some pop sensibilities. So it's like it's it's an easy to listen to version of like Midwest emo. So it's a good introduction to the genre. For so what's the song called? Uh, check out The World is Splitting in Two off their album Win and Lose. It was my top played song on my Spotify rap, apparently. So. Fuck yeah. yeah. Nice. Let's do it. talking off mic here but you know it's something about Titus so how about we play some Titus um, I'm just gonna do DC all this shit's awesome let's do this
So Kyle, uh, bucket A, dude. This has been fun, man. This is super fun. It's awesome. Yeah, we had a great night out in uh, Culver City, if anyone wants to. Yeah, fucking Culver visiting, City. Visiting LA, the most random place that is like totally off your radar if you're not from LA, and you're like visiting LA, like low key, come down to Culver City and you know go to some of the breweries and restaurants and stuff here. It's fun. Totally fun. And Sanda, his wife, did not make it. We partied in Japan, but she's busy. Yeah, she's she's busy. Unfortunately, next time we're on the show, she'll be here. Don't worry. She will be, and next time it will be Ragman with Kyle and Senda. The Niigata reunion. Unless we go, dude. Unless we're in Japan, that'd be fucking awesome, man. No, it's so funny. So I'll bring up this story I've mentioned before. I met Kyle and his awesome wife Senda in Japan, Niigata just randomly at a brewery and then I think I mentioned on the show that ladies like there's never been just Americans in our brewery and it was all three Americans taking stupid beer selfies and then Kyle guided us to great food and then beer beer and vending machines and uh, we became good friends so Kyle thank you for coming on my show you're my friend and it's been awesome hanging with you again. So fun. I'm glad I came out. So Kyle, last song. You get it. It's, it's up to you, buddy. No, I'll play something at the end. So you don't get the last one. You get second to last. Second to last? Because I'll play something fucked up, but what do you got, man? Dude, you, I, yeah. I will say, hold on, real second, one second. Kyle, I didn't know he played bass. We've learned a lot about Kyle tonight. He's a musician. And I love that this guy is knowledgeable about shit. So I hope you guys dig this. But Kyle, the floor is yours. Second to last song, because I always ended with something I'm listening to. But it's your show. It's your show. <laughs> yeah, it is. It kind of is. But no, give us one more, man. The the Willing Well 2 by Coheed and Cambria off the album uh, Good Apollo, I'm Burning Star 4. All right. So before we play that, no, Colin and I were talking about this at the brewery that we're at prior to this. So you've been a Coheed and Cambria guy for a bit. Since How long? middle school, probably. Since middle school. So 15 years, maybe a little less than that. Damn. And you kind of compared them to Rush, right? A little bit. Yeah, they're not as proggy as Rush, maybe. A um, little more pop sensibility than Rush probably is. But um, I think if you like Rush, you'd probably like Coheed and Cambria. All right. We're going to let you guys figure it out. All right, Kyle, last time, what is this song? Yeah. The Willing Well 2. It's off the album Good Apollo, I'm Burning Star 4 by Coheed and Cambria. Awesome. Let's play it.
right, guys. That's it. That's there. That's there. It is. That's everything. We've gave you a lot tonight. And there's two people next to us that are like fucking annoyed that I'm so loud. The dog but, is adorable, though. Yeah. Well, the dog's adorable and almost like died on a chair, and we didn't we we didn't want to mention that. But no, the dog's cool. The people are cool. And they're ignoring it. They're ignoring us right shout now. Out, shout out to Stanley's yeah, white goods. <laughs> yes. In Culver City. So, before we let you go, my good friend Kyle, have safe travels in India. But before we let you go, because he and Sandra are going to India tomorrow. I'm not. I'm going to Orange County to drink more beer. No, that's fun. It is fun. Not as fun as going to India, though. <laughs> and I'm going to Bleeding Through and Unearthed. I'm going to be metal as fuck tomorrow. Metal as fuck. Yes. So, before we let you go, Kyle and I are going to do, give you two big horns up. So, horns Suffering